0: Census1234 invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Rob Sitch. Good morning, everybody. It is me, Tony Martin. It's Ed Cavalier. Morning. He's keen on the Mistress of Disguise. We'll, We'll get to her later, but a big round for Rob. Rob Sitch is Thank here. I've seen Always have good applause. Oh, we have the best fake applause on radio. Are you just back from overseas? What's going on?
1: I did. I went. to uh, spent a little bit of time in Europe, and uh, I actually one of the thrills was I was able to watch Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, in no. Europe! In Europe! Wow! Um, but the best I could come up was the watching the Spanish version in Italy of the Eurovision. <laughs> but you know what? It transcends language. <laughs> it does it. And, uh, but the funny thing was, you're starting to see. I saw Spanish Dancing with the Stars, right? And, uh, the the in fact, the Daryl Summers in Spain is actually a
0: rather fetching
1: 38 year old tall blonde model. Ah, <laughs> which <laughs> which I would categorise as an innovation. That,
0: yeah, but anyway. can can she put the priest teeth in and do a Dick Emery? No. No, no, she can't.
1: No, she's not versatile, but uh, but good in the area she's good at. There you go. And then uh, one, I was watching one show, and I'm going this is this, this is this is the best dancing with the stars uh, I've ever seen. Right. It was actually in, in London and wow. I'm watching and I'm going I got to the end of that and I went that is 10 out of 10. I cannot pick who the celebrity is. And then the next one came on and it was and I went can't pick who the celebrity is again. <laughs> I mean the the, the dancing level and, and then it slowly dawned on me. It was actually a true dance competition. Oh, it was an excellent. An (laughs) excellent dancing program. You can't have a dancing competition without celebrities. (laughs) What what are you doing? Make any sense. We gave up on that ages ago. But, uh, didn't we?
0: They'll catch out eventually. And I'm
1: sitting in a room with someone who was, knew the truth, and I'm going, "God, they are good."
0: <laughs> I mean, the,
1: I don't know who the newsreader is, but she's good.
0: And do you uh, ever see any of your own work in another language? Like, have you seen the castle? In has it been translated?
1: Uh, the, it was a friend of mine sent one
0: from Denmark.
1: I don't, know, I don't know how it got to Denmark, and I don't know why it was translated. Right. But it was. But it was. You know. As you would expect, it was called the protection of my beloved home. <laughs> <laughs> That'll
0: catch on, because uh, I have to ask about something, and we've had a lot of people fax in. What was going on the house at Bonnie Doon? Yes, from yes. the castle has actually been sold. Mm.
1: Well, it's it's a treasure the old house because you know in mm. films you trick things up, but it really does have a um, hundred thousand volt you know, <laughs> right. cables going over the top <laughs> of it. It really is in front of a rather. Scrappy looking cow paddock. <laughs> and there was
0: and, a bidding war to secure yeah. this location.
1: And the drought has meant that there is actually, in fact, no water in front of it. For, <laughs> you actually have to walk four kilometres to see right. the water. So, And there was, I don't know, the, the bidding war. I don't, I don't know whether Michael Caton and Hot Auctions... <laughs> no,
0: it's it's not like sort of, you know, Graceland, so there's not going to be tours.
1: No, there, there, there is interesting... We, we, I got petrol one day and I saw a, a T-shirt in the shop there, it was How's the Serenity. Right, you know, they, uh, it'll catch on.
0: Look, I've just got to say, when I first watched The Castle, it freaked me out, because everything Michael Caton said in that film, uh, it, it sounded to me like he was doing an impression of you doing an impression of your own dad.
1: I've got, got to, I've got to give you credit, Tony. Years and years and years ago, I told a story to Tony about my dad and, and Tony said, I'm going to put him in a film one day. And I went, no, no, you, there's nothing interesting about it. And I think it was the day that the, the police came to arrest my brother right. for not paying parking fines. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> that was great. And I saw a police car outside and I went, uh-oh, oh, I think yeah, you know, he's pushed the not paying parking fine thing too far. <laughs> and there was a little bit of glass in the swing door into the kitchen. Yeah. And instead of seeing stern-faced cops... I saw my dad almost with a barbecue apron on, but kind of vibe, and two cops with guns in holsters sitting on the couch with beers in their hands. (laughs) And if you try and join those two dots, how did they come to arrest one of my brothers and end up having a
0: beer with my dad? But your dad was going, and what we've done here is we've extended the patio. It was
1: deep in conversation. As I've walked in, they've clocked. They've gone, wait a second. We're on duty. <laughs> and and my dad just didn't see any of that. He goes, oh, Rob, got him! You know, meet some two terrific fellas that have popped over to arrest your brother. And...
0: Oh, look, the scene that I thought the way it would work in a movie is you would have the two cops wearing comedy barbecue aprons like with women's underwear, and then you'd have them being called away on an emergency. And then way later in the movie, like 40 minutes later, you'd have a scene where just in the background on a TV you see like 30 cops in the full SWAT flak jackets raiding a house, but just two of them still in the barbecue aprons, <laughs> Just in the background of frame. Yeah. Would that get funding? <laughs> oh, yeah. We could get some glamorous heroin addicts in love in the foreground. <laughs> we could maybe get that shot. But what is the line that uh, that Michael Caton says when they're standing on the porch at Bonnie Doon and he sees the dogs and it was just straight out of your dad's mouth? Oh,
1: look at the dogs. Oh, yes. Uh, aren't they enjoying themselves? They, Are they yeah, enjoying
0: themselves? I, no, that's not it. No. Okay, well, none of us can remember the line. I and mean,
1: You wrote it. <laughs> i tell you, I tell you one line that we did still. Tom and I went fishing once up at Port Douglas in the estuary there. Right. And um, the guy grabbed, we said, oh, do, do you like these sort of fishing sticks? And he grabbed one. And he goes, yeah, the ugly stick. And he grabbed it and he, look, it turns right around on itself. There's yeah. <laughs> you know, a feature to a fishing rod. We went, uh, I don't know. And then years later, we put it in the uh, in the film. Oh, look. And if, if it doesn't make sense to you, that line, it came from the fishing trip. Look at this. It turns right around <laughs> on itself. I think
0: the line is, even the dogs are loving it. <laughs> I think I might have still got it wrong, but it's something it's like that. T- but, hey, we'll be back with more in a moment. I'll get this. That's split-ins, I got you here at Get This on Triple M Split Ins on tour, on I think a farewell tour. I was at the final ever Split ins gig in nineteen eighty-four. <laughs>
1: they assured me that that would be the last one. Can I pick you up on New Zealand music? Is New Zealand uh, tourism ads have a good record of uh, good music. Right. They use Don't Dream It's Over, something. It was all ya-da-da-da-da-da
0: yeah, da, 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 da. Right. for years. And
1: the, 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 the latest one, You've Been Waiting, You've Been Waiting. Oh, what is Don't that? make me sing longer than that.
0: That was nice. <laughs> it's <laughs> the current one. You've just won a prize. The
1: whole world spinning around. It's the current ad for news. And... And at home, I'm going, gee, I bet that. I wonder if that's a real song. And who wrote it? And guess who wrote it? Who? New Zealand person. Ray Columbus.
0: Cold. Oh. Dave Dobbin. Dave Dobbin, he gets about, doesn't he? He's still making albums. He still does. I, I have a, uh, I've mentioned this before, but my tradition every year at the Lord of the Rings was to go on the opening night mm. when, uh, you know, you get the real hardcore people dressed as characters from the film and wait till one of those swooping helicopter shots of the New Zealand Alps and then just start going and you always get a very stern look from an orc sitting just in front of you that was Dave
1: Dobbin too wasn't
0: it Dave Dobbin he was I remember You. I lived around the corner I lived behind a pub that he used to do uh, he he was in a cover band that only covered other cover bands I don't know how that was possible the Hillcrest Tavern.
1: I just want to hear, and that uh, it's the latest duet from Dave Dobbin and Bic Runga. <laughs> oh, Bic Runga!
0: Anyway. Uh, names. Those were the days. Have you got any idea? Uh, tone, where uh, them? Oh, can I talk Shaft of Hope for a minute? Oh, Shaft of Hope. Have you heard about this, Rob? You're a filmmaker.
2: You'll be impressed. Rob, we're trying. We know that there's going to be a telly movie about the, yeah. the dudes, and we know it's going to be, uh, you know, um, cliche city limits. It could be. Yep. Might strong possibility. Todd so, and Brand. That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So we want to uh, we try to preempt that and getting people to come up with their own uh, little film called Shaft of Hope. And uh, happy to say we've had an excellent entry, nakedfella dot forward slash Shaft of Hope.
0: Excellent work. Check it out. <laughs> Is that something you can go to? Yeah. And you're not going to give away any more. Just check it out. That's can a, I, can a, I start
1: casting it already? <laughs> yes. The 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 highly concerned mine owner. Played by John Wood. Oh, very good. <laughs> Gets
0: the news. Who for Todd and Brandt? I'm saying Dave O'Neill for uh, Brandt. <laughs> I'm, s- I'm saying we fly out uh, Adela Hanlon, Father Dougal from Father Ted, to be Bill Shorten. No, look at the photos. It's a good idea. What else you got? Uh,
1: Jackie Weaver is one of the. Is the mother, is the grandmother <laughs> the mother of
0: one of them? Oh, she'll just be in there somewhere.
1: Uh, what, Craig McLaughlin is... Hey.
0: <laughs> With the shirt off, like he was when he was at the snow as Stuart Diver.
1: <laughs> and David Koch as himself. Oh, of course. Brilliant. Leaping
0: into ambulance. But there's a there's one on at the moment that they're promoting uh, called the Society Murders. Oh, yes. And that's based on a real murder in Melbourne. Right. Oh, yes. And the, the promo, this is what it says. It goes, what would drive somebody to commit murder? And then you hear... Georgie Parker. <laughs> <laughs> That's the promo. It's Georgie. Uh, I've got to ask you about something. We've had a lot of emails, and we just. Wherever I go, no matter what job I do, these emails follow me, and people say, What was that documentary that Rob and Santo played after the late show one night about a stuntman? Nice.
1: Devil at your heels.
0: Devil at your heels is what it's called. There it is. If you're wondering what it is, is it still available? Do you know?
1: Uh, it's. Uh Actually, I don't. I don't know whether it's made the transition from video to to yeah. DVD. <laughs> DVD. I tell you, if, if mm. your if your listeners are you know, want to got some loose time over the next few days, we were trying to track down a documentary called Sand. It was, what a, is that? It was a documentary hosted by Glenn Taylor. Oh, Glenn Taylor. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, it wasn't called Sand. It was called Australia: colon, A Nation of Sand. <laughs> And they played it one afternoon. And Glenn Taylor was a newsreader yeah, from right. Brisbane yeah. who moved to Melbourne. In
1: the, yes, in the draft. And he had one of those <laughs>
0: things where all of a sudden he had a footy team within a couple of days.
1: Yes, and I remember it open. He walked down the beach, picked up a handful of sand and let it filter through his fingers. <laughs> and then he said, sand. And that's all I can remember. But I haven't seen it, right?
0: Australia truly is. A nation of sand. And I'm trying to work out whether we were dreaming of it. No, or... I saw, it. I oh, saw yeah. it. It was based on the idea that the sand on one side of Australia is disappearing oh. and there's sand accumulating on the other side. So technically Australia is on the move. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nation on the move very slowly. Yes, But I remember your Glenn Taylor, he was like at the end of the uh, Channel 7 News in Melbourne, about a week after he moved to Melbourne, he closed with the line. And if you're going out to the football on the weekend... Come on, the saints. (laughs) I'm sure he had
2: no idea who the saints Uh, were. So Andrew, Mitch and Peter have all called in to say that the line was, look at the dogs,
1: don't they love it. There you go. Don't they love us. You should be able to remember that. And they clearly didn't love it either. (laughs) Do you remember that? If you actually look closely at that, at that little scene, they That's looked right. like that they were about to be hit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was perfect. Uh, the devil at your heels may still be available on VHS through the uh, ABC shops. Can we just explain very quickly what it is? This was a bloke who was going to jump a car. Yeah, a kilometre.
1: A kilometre. And the funny, and he, and he, he, he he's, it was like a life's work for five years, ten years, or something yes. like that. And then he was sacked from the job like the night before they were going to do it by the investors. That's right. And then the, the kicker in it is, is that we we uh, contacted the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation to find yes. out what happened to this stuntman. Yes. You, if,
0: if you watch it, you think it's a joke. It's well, not. He it was a real stuntman. But it was made. This was like in 1981. this right, documentary, right. and it had never been screened anywhere in the world. It had been out on Canadian TV That's once, right. and Santo found it in the Victorian State Film Library somehow that's they had a copy and it was
1: of it. To, they were trying to jump the St Lawrence waterway or the, something they were jumping from Canada to America that's it that's it yeah <laughs> quite a task and and <laughs> and they and, and they were, he was sacked at the last minute another guy was put in it all fell apart and was we 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 contacted them and said what happened to this guy this and apparently he went to a showgrounds one day did that same stunt himself and over uh, juiced the jet engine that he was using, right. and it flew past the landing site and into a lake in the middle of the race course. And they all thought he was dead. And then, unbeknownst to everyone, he'd secreted an oxygen tank beside <laughs> his wow his uh, seat. And when he was underwater, he put on the oxygen tank like a scuba gear. Yeah. And you know, minutes and ten or fifteen minutes later, the ambulance guys lifted the car and got the person out. And he gave the thumbs up to the crowd. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> but he died. Do, he he went back for more and overdosed oh, it again and, and killed himself. That
0: was his name was was it Ken Ken Carter. King Carter. And there's actually a salute to him on uh, an pneumonia album. Oh, <laughs> it's a track. <laughs> the album opens with a track called King Carter. Yeah. His
1: true name was Kenneth Polacek. Ah. it was no, changed fizzle. for a Hollywood name. Ken <laughs> Carter.
2: <laughs> so, to jump a car a kilometre, like what's the current record? Like if it's how how much was he trying to better it by? I mean, I've seen that, you know at the at the part at the mm. farm park whatever it is
0: they jump over five or six cars that are sort of stationary. Well, but, for, for and that's me, like hundred meters for probably. people who haven't seen the film. We don't want to spoil the ending. No, but he builds a ramp that you can see from the moon. Yeah. Wow, I think it's still there. It's like this massive. It took him five years just to build the ramp, and then the car right. is rocket powered. So then <laughs> you're flying a kilometer. That means you're going to be in a car in the air. Mm. Yeah. For like a couple of minutes. Yes. I actually What are you doing during that moment? When you're in the air, you're actually flying in a car like the Dukes of Hazard, but it's going for like two minutes. Are you flipping around? What's on <laughs> there's triple M and there's a nickel
1: back on Can't avoid the variety. I actually made a pilgrimage to where Evil Knievel tried to jump Snake River Canyon in oh, wow. Falls, Idaho. Wow. And I we went and had actually a look at the site. But at no point in, in these things does anyone ask why are you trying to jump? Snake, Snake River Canyon in a
0: motorcycle. No, well, I, we do get... Another thing we get a lot of emails about is when is there going to be a shit-scared movie? And I, I don't know how you do that, but all I know is that stunt headquarters would have to be inside a volcano. That's as much as I've got for you so far.
1: That was back in the days before proper, you know, safety officers on, on All
0: right, we better not talk about that anymore. Uh, we want to hear from Rex Hunt, because you have demanded it. I think we know what he's going to be saying. That'll be next. That's Danny, California, Red Hot Chili Peppers here at Get This on Triple M, where Rob Sitch is uh, sitting in with us. Danny. And <laughs> look who's just passing by. Turn on his mic. It's Snatto Garo. Oh,
1: wait, oh, wait, oh, oh, thank
0: you. You might know him as Santo Chilaro. Yes, we prefer our favourite misspelling. Snatto Snatto. I can't... Glow right. Yeah, no, you, they don't get
1: better than that. We can't yeah. stop saying yes. Snatto. And it was a mile over the St Lawrence Seaway for uh, <gasps> uh, for Kenny Carter. Or sometimes I'm Kenny Carter, sometimes I'm Kenneth Polis Jack. <laughs> How was he planning to land? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Christian. think he planned it out. He didn't think about that part. A big cushion. There was a parachute. The, parachute. No, there was a parachute, but that yeah. was just an emergency, Rob. The oh, parachute okay. was there just in case he didn't make it the whole mile. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: the Devil, Devil at Your Heels is the name of a genuine documentary oh, about a bloke trying to it. jump his car a mile from mm. Canada to America. Hopefully still available, but hey, forget that. What about Thank God You're Here? Is it all winding up tonight? Last episode tonight.
1: Wow. It's... Uh, it's um, I... I, I I've, I've got it down to one sentence, what sums up tonight. Right. We, we had to pre-record it for work safety reasons. I see. And um, I heard the phrase at one point, just before we went to air, we're not sure if the helicopter can take off, but the Shetland ponies here. <laughs> 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 and I, that, that, I've been saying to everyone, that, that's the way I sum up tonight's show. You know, backstage, I, I just occupy a little spot just behind the stage, all the stages. Mm. And you know those films that were made in the 1940s in Hollywood where... To, to make it look like it's a film set, they'd have like three people dressed up as Cleopatra's guards, <laughs> yeah, and then someone with a Grecian <laughs> urn walking back the other yeah. way. That's what it actually happened yeah, Right, it, it, that's looks, what it like. looks like it's because you know, the one week they're Robin Hood, and next week they're Amish people. <laughs> yes, it's backstage it looks like a nineteen forties Hollywood. You know, like it's stage.
0: It's got a little bit of that town like Dallas Ray Martin backstage kind of feel. <laughs> <laughs> In, In fact, I
1: saw Ed on the night. He was dressed as a as a as an Egyptian, yeah, bare chested. Uh, you would have died it that week, wouldn't you, Ed? <laughs> he often is
0: comes in like that here. <laughs> yeah. And what uh, who's on the line up tonight? Uh,
1: Sean McAuliffe's on tonight. Yes. And he's uh that's a that's a good one, that one. Yeah. Kate Langbrook Yes, Kate Langbrook we tried to get early mm. but unfortunately mm. she kept winning Dancing with the Stars not winning <laughs> Surviving right. yeah, so we'd be at home going oh that was terrible surely she's got to lose <laughs> this time yeah. and then they go and to go is Luke Rickardson
0: and <laughs> <laughs> you're going oh my god come on we're the same with Sean McAuliffe we're just waiting for him to be sacked from his radio program so we can get him on here
1: <laughs> get on with it uh, and Frank Woodley, Angus Sampson and uh, yeah. Akmal Saleh well. Oh, that so is we, a
0: fantastic we, lineup. Haven't been able to get Rex Hunt. No,
1: no, Tony. We, uh, no, no. Although the scenario is one we might use. Yes, <laughs> you've been
0: overseas. You haven't heard this clip that no, people demand that we play every day. No. They request it now. And what's happened is we've been thrashing this clip so much. People are saying we want it as a ringtone so we can get it on the ringtone charts. Now, it is up on the Get This website. You yep. can go there, follow the links from uh, triplem.com. Yes. But firstly, what what's happening on the ringtone charts? here? Yeah,
2: uh, Tone, he's up. He's got some stiff competition. You two, Eminem, the Rolling Stones, and Bob Marley are currently leading the way on the ringtone charts. I reckon we can take them. I reckon Eminem, what's he got? They're soft. <laughs> no sizzle. Uh, and the, uh, the big news is, though, that ABBA have refused to let their songs be ringtones because they didn't think the quality of the sound coming out of mobile phones was good enough, right. but the new generation they think are, ah. and they have personally some of the uh, Bjorn and, and the other dude uh, have uh, remi are remixing 16 ABBA titles specifically for ringtones.
0: We can take them all, don't you reckon? Have you heard this, Santa? The, the, no, no, I've not heard this. Part. Just can you play uh, it on our go right. to our website and let's right. see mm-hmm. if this actually works. This is what you get. It should work. This should I'm bit. Invincible, I'm paying money. Uh, the
2: girl's happy, she's got no money, I got my
1: rocks off. Oh, how good is this?
0: See? Oh, is that my phone ringing? That's how it works. But people do say, you know, a lot of people say we want to hear it every day on your show over and over and over again. A lot of other people calling up saying maybe you've been thrashing it a bit too much. I'm trying to eat here. How many
1: many words are you allowed for a haiku
0: poem? (laughs) That
1: could be a good haiku.
0: We've got to investigate. Someone will already be calculating that, and being the counting the words. Wait,
1: what's what is the uh, the
0: origin of "I got my rocks
1: off"? <laughs> I'd like to know what uh, the first person that figured it out. I just said, I reckon to get my rocks off.
0: <laughs> well, look, I, I think that we've talked about it enough. And I think we should change the subject entirely And uh, let's go to something else You must remember this A kiss is still a kiss Oh, how good is this? It's the album you've been waiting for Rex Hunt How good is this? I'm paying
2: money uh, The girl's happy She's got no money I'm paying money
0: I got my rocks off. Oh, how good is this? The big man's paying big money to duet with the best. I got my rocks off. It takes two to tango with the stones. I got my rocks off. He's a rexile on Main Street. The girl's
2: happy. She's got no money. She's got no money. There's
0: easy listening. How good is this? Something for the kids. How good is this? How good is this? And all your classic rock favourites I got my rocks off, got my rocks off
2: Honey, I'm invincible, I'm paying money Rex Hunt, how good is this? It's worth paying for I am strong, strong I'm invincible, invincible I am warm. She's got no money, the girl's happy I got my rocks off, oh, how good is this?
0: Get this. Well, they're held in atrocious uh, conditions, really. Uh, There's insufficient light, uh, insufficient uh, fresh air, no exercise facilities. For Census 1234 on Triple M. Get this. And next up, we want you to tell us about the madness on the roads. In the meantime, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, how good is this? Thank you, Fleetwood Mac, with big love. It's Get This on Triple M. Rob Sitch is with us. How do you do? And it's time to climb the all-new oh. Talkback Mountain.
2: Are you happy now, I'm Ed? I'm so
0: happy. It's been refreshed. It's been reimagined.
2: I, I, it's sizzling. It's got cut through. Uh, I, I, look, I'm going over to Europe, as you know, yes. and I'm going to take that
0: to a Ibiza, and we're all going to go off to it. <laughs> it's got traction. <laughs> The fruit is in the basket. It is. Uh, Rob, we're going to talk about uh, automotives today because, yes. well, we've already talked about King Carter and mm. his uh, fabulous driving.
1: You asked me before if I've been in a car crash. Have you been
0: in a car crash?
1: Uh, Eleven times. Eleven? <sighs> wow. You none can... in the last 10 years. Oh, and none, I can I say this, none my fault. In fact, the, the, <laughs> best, the best one I was ever, we used to have a, a farm just out of, <clears throat> uh, out of Melbourne and, and we'd go up there on the weekends and I'd hitchhike into town. It was about 5 k's away, 6 k's away. One day a guy picked me up and I hopped in and you don't wear a seatbelt back then? No, no. Of course you don't. And he's driving into town and as he got into this small country town, a guy came out the right through a stop sign and smashed into us. We crashed. Mm. I fell forward underneath the dashboard. Right. And there's sort of steam coming out of the engine. It's a crash scene. And I went, actually, I'm okay. Like, right. No broken bones, nothing. And I looked up from underneath the dashboard, and as I got up, I said, and kicked the door open, I said, thanks to the lift, mate.
0: <laughs> and yes. got
1: out and went on and uh, went and saw a movie. <laughs> Same time tomorrow. <laughs> Meet <laughs> you back here. And the guy's going, and he had, I think, a little trickle of blood coming down. And he goes, thanks to you. And he goes, oh, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was.
0: Uh, my car has been completely written off, Ed. Oh, what? The 1990 oh, no. laser that I've had for 17 years. Right.
2: Now, the question begs, if you get a new car, <laughs> yeah. I say if, yeah. are you going to push yourself into the 2000s or I, stay
0: in the 90s where you're comfortable? I want to go back to the Skoda. <laughs> I don't know if people are familiar with the Skoda. It's some kind of European car. Possibly only has three wheels. <laughs> That's what I'm going to move into next. But here's what happened yesterday. It's the sixth of the sixth of the sixth. Sure. I get in my car, mm-hmm. it's about 6.30 in the morning, I'm playing Speak of the Devil by Chris Isaac, yep. I get about 200 metres from my house, bang! I'm written off by one of these uh, you know, four-wheel drives. it yeah. have a bull bar? Just had, it just had about seven bull bars on the front, mm-hmm. and a tiny blonde woman gets out of it. And uh, yes, it was... Her yeah, first it, words were... The first words were It's my parents car <laughs> And there's some trouble going on. I don't know what's going on. It's one of these people who's been given a four wheel drive in lieu of affection. That's
1: a that's, a that's a funny contrast, but it's my parents' car you should have said I'm actually my parents' son.
0: <laughs> well, I couldn't talk about my car because it was just in... I was just like a cartoon character just holding a steering wheel, <laughs> sitting in the middle of an intersection with Chris Isaac still coming out of one speaker. You just put the wreckage in your pocket and walked home. <laughs> so I've gone, okay, so what do I do now? And I haven't been in a car accident for years, so I have to call the insurance company. And, of course, in all the insurance company ads, your car's been written off, but, oh, now I'm flying a magic carpet to work. Yeah. We'll sort you out. Yeah. So I call them up and I go, can I get a rental car, you know, for the interim? Sure. They're just laughing at me. Yeah, of course Come you can't. On. What do Come you think we God. are? <laughs> and they're going, well, are you, you know, why do you need a car to get to work? And I'm going, well, I'm a radio announcer, young lady. <laughs> and she's going, well, you not, do you not have access to public transport? And I'm going, yeah, but see, I need to listen to the radio on the way in because yeah. I need to monitor yeah. what the so-called competition are up to. Yes. And she's going, well, can't you wear an iPod? Yes. And I know what people who use public transport are thinking, yes! Why not, little Lord Fauntle Radio? (laughs) Get the silver spoon out of your mouth. Join us down here. But I'm going, and this was the embarrassing part, I'm going, but I have to try out bits of the show in my car. (laughs) Well,
1: she's dragged you into a full conversation. I'm I'm
0: talking, you know, I've got a... This is me driving to work in the morning. Yeah, we've got a (laughs) taponade. We've got, uh, you know, shallots and stuff on it. You know, trying out the gourmet pizza character guy on the way. And she's gone... Well, couldn't you just do that quieter? Oh.
1: <laughs> but what is it with the, with the lecturing uh, oh. uh, help desk? Yeah, it was not I, oh. I rang up to get my, car, my the brake light came up yes. a few months back, and I rang up, and I, and, and I should have I picked it. He, he asked a loaded question first. He right. said, how long's the brake light been on <laughs> <Right> <laughs> at that oh, yeah. time? And I should have gone, oh, today. Yeah, but right no, now. No, um, I said, oh, two weeks. He's gone, <laughs> all right. Yeah. See, uh, if you check the manual, you oh, read manual. manual and then I thought oh this is going to be get worse and it did and he said and we went on and well I didn't check the manual yeah well if you check I could have booked you in and uh, anyway you see brakes are one of those things we use every day
0: <laughs> you hadn't probably He's thought of right.
1: that He's what? right right th- brakes are one of those things i mean you know, they're optional. A fairly obvious, stu- when, you, when you get lectured by the obvious. <laughs> <That's always
0: laughs> well, I just had so much trouble. So did you win? No, because I got, firstly, my car turns out has been valued at $2,700. Not bad. <laughs> okay, Not that, bad. That's more than, a, you know, that's like the petrol is $2,700. <laughs> and then I'm going, so, and then they've gone, uh, you've got to pop down to where it's being stored to get your personal items out. Um, because then the wreckage belongs mm. to us. And I've gone, oh, I just had a new stereo put in like three weeks ago. I've gone, can I, can I come down and remove the stereo? And I've gone, no, 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 that belongs to us now. Oh. That's, uh, you know, that's part of the wreckage that belongs to them. So I'm just going. So if if your car gets written off and it's sitting out the front of your house like mine was, waiting for the insurance company's tow truck, get out there and strip it down. I <laughs> tell you <laughs> what, you're, take the stereo out. Steal your stereo. If
1: you hang onto a car long enough, it goes from like a new car to a used car, and then it goes into a third category, which is your car, the sort of car that you see on a nature strip with a for sale
0: sign. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> There's is nothing. The 1990 laser. Every time I take, like the guys down oh, at the classic. at the Ford place with yeah. the white coats on, yeah, yeah. The, you know the doctors yeah. working on your car, they just love it. They just go, oh, this is when they made them. 1990. <laughs> on, this is when they made them without airbags. <laughs> yeah, but I've had it like fixed four times in like 17 years. Uh-huh. But and and there's nothing wrong with it. But they're 2,700 bucks. I can
2: barely fill the tank for that. Maybe we should, uh, as today's oh, dovetail... There we go. We haven't even got
0: the main topic yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right, Next show's
2: already started. Okay, well, maybe. Maybe uh, maybe for today's dovetail, people yes. could try and sell you their, their
0: early 90s laser. Let them have a crack. <laughs> and what is our main topic? Madness on the roads. What have you seen? Yep. Here's what's going on. People are driving out of petrol stations without paying for petrol. You've got meter mates, certainly in Victoria, uh, being bullied to get yeah. quotas every day. Absolutely. You've got, uh, what else? Um, the, the, in Sydney, you've got the bump and rob. That's what I thought it happened to um, me. Yeah. A really severe bump and rob, mm. <laughs> which is, you know, people being bumped off the road. They get out to see where the damage is. Bloke with a gun, drags you out of the car. Takes your car. When I go for
1: a run, Tony, I go past one of the red light cameras that flash and catch people when they go yes. to too fast or through the red light. Right. And one day I found myself like, it was like what, going to see fireworks. <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> well, I was watching, I saw a flash and I went, oh, and then I worked it out. And then I just stood on the corner for five or ten minutes just watching the flash. <laughs> and <laughs> it's quite a, it's not a bad thing to do. And do you try and get yourself into everyone's photo? Just where's <laughs> Wally style? Well, the funny thing is I came back a, a couple of weeks later and then I saw someone had come up behind it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> and crept around it yeah. and smashed the, yeah, oh, yeah. That's
0: I found that a very satisfying thing to do. Call us if you've seen Madness on the Roads, participated in it. What's going on out there? The number to call, one triple three five three. It's cold play, the hardest part here at Get This On Triple M where it's the all new talkback mountain. Oh, like, oh, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Rob Sitch is with us for Madness on the Roads. Hi. Hello,
2: Jason from Sydney.
0: Hello. Jason, are you there? Jase, you haven't been... Hello. Oh. Hey, Jase, how you? guys. thought you'd been, no, thought been written off for a second there. <laughs> what did you see, mate?
2: Uh, I saw an elderly lady driving up the wrong way at a dual carriageway. Yes. Hurling, hurling abuse at the, as as the good old love was going, <laughs> waving a
0: fist, giving everyone the birds. That is fantastic. Oh, uh, she was a classic. It's always great when somebody's clearly in the wrong but hurling abuse. <laughs> so angry. Oh, it was brilliant.
2: My favourite is when um, people drive into um, train stations thinking they're car parks.
0: Oh, really? Here? Yeah,
2: that used to happen in Sydney and Bondi Junction a lot. Really? Yeah. That's not a movie you were recalling?
0: It's <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> Running Scared with Gregory uh, Hines and be two... Billy Crystal? <laughs> it could be two things.
2: Uh, thank you, Jason. Hello, Sean. Yes, how's hey. it going? I'm good, mate. What did you see?
0: Oh, well, one day, one lunchtime, we were leaving work here, and our last patient going out the door it was actually feeling for the door lock. <laughs> so he could put the key into the door lock. And uh, he claimed he was legally blind, but could actually um, drive on a clear day. And when it got cloudy, he would pull over and find the family to come and pick him up. On <laughs> a clear day. Yeah. And did he have a sandy-coloured Labrador attached to the front bumper? <laughs> no, nothing like that, mate. <laughs> yeah. well, the
1: cops probably over, go, you're aware there are clouds in the sky. sir. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, check the weather report before you drive, blind man. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Hello David.
2: Hi, how are you doing today? Good mate, what have you seen? Oh, well it's what happened, I was I had my car parked outside the front of the shop and someone smashed into the rear of it and attempted to drive away. But I ran out as quickly as I could and threw my juice bottle at his car and he stopped long enough for me to get his number plate. There you go.
0: <laughs> and he stopped just to give you a mouthful, do you think? What was that about? <laughs>
2: Well, he, he didn't. He didn't stop completely. He just stopped long enough for, for me to get the number plate and drove
0: away. Wow. Was it a novelty number plate? Uh, it was. It was boobs. <laughs> 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 boobs. If you have seen boobs on the road, call Crime Stoppers. <laughs> call me, <laughs> oh,
2: David. <laughs> Always looking for boobs. <laughs> Thank you, David. Hello, Peter from Brisbane. Hey, um Good man. What have you seen?
0: My mother-in-law has written off
2: nine cars. Oh, oh wow, man. just for
0: a stir? Uh,
2: well, she doesn't drive our car, but um, that's not counting all the other little smashes.
0: <laughs> right, so that's just her what, mate. She,
1: does she drive a giant truck, you know, like Truckosaurus <laughs> or something?
2: Nah, she just gets new cars all the time.
0: And how does she do it? I mean, what's her most common recurring, I mean, surely after seven or eight you'll be starting to look for a pattern.
1: I think the cause is her running into things.
0: Uh, it's right. it's very common, very common. That'll but, do it.
2: But what I want to know is, the bird that hit you yesterday, why she didn't get out and ask where... um
1: Mick
0: Malloy was. <laughs> Where's Mick Malloy? She was much too young to have heard of Mick Malloy hey,
1: just, just as a matter of rising, could you just do a bit of homework and find out what is her insurance rating is at the moment? I'd I just love to know how low it goes. <laughs> she, does, she still
0: gets insurance. That's what I can't believe. Well, I've got... With mine, it's like they've gone $2,700. I'm going, can I buy another car for $2,700? Yeah. I have no idea. the laser. And they've gone, well, Mr Martin, that was the value that we agreed... Like, it was the agreed value. I'm going, it's not like we had a negotiation about <laughs> it. Basically, you told me what it was worth, and I agreed that that's what it was. But they act like it was, well, it was your idea. 2700 that's a mountain bike. I am <laughs> going to do it. Do you reckon I should do it? Shall I make it that I can only buy a car for $2,700? Yes, yeah,
1: I want to see what you get.
0: Is my entire life turning into a this radio seat? This a great segment? idea.
1: But, but, can I add another level to the challenge? It has to be a car with one airbag. <laughs> Ooh. See, I reckon that's when it gets tough.
0: And only in the rear. <laughs> it's going to be for people right, sitting done. in the back. What a fabulous selection of mad people on the roads! Thank you. Uh, there is no prize. Nope. Uh, Ed has asked me not to mention prizes again. Been some trouble just this week, Tane. So instead we'll just say... "Get this!
2: Although it's not perfect
0: by uh, the pristine standards of its critics, uh, it's a lot better than what it was. For yeah. Census 1234 on Triple M. And it must be time for us to sign off. Thanks for coming in today, Rob. That's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank God you're here. The final episode of, right. of the current series goes out tonight on mm-hmm. Channel 10 at uh, 7.30. And then at 11 you can download it off the 10 website. You download right? Yeah, we're just mm-hmm doing it as a bit of an experiment,
1: oh, a okay. bit of a podcast.
0: <laughs> we just love saying podcast on the show, and the uh, the Get This podcast has been up there for a week, and I have not plugged it once. No. Appalling. I haven't been giving it the sizzle, but uh, John Howard's... Um, genital enlargement, I think, is involved for Good. people who have been requesting <laughs> that. Is there going to be more,
1: thank God you're here? Yeah, we'll probably do another series this year. It was, uh, as you could see, if you've watched it, it's a little more involved than possibly the original <laughs> planning department. No, no. Stated. Yeah, no, we'd like to do another series. But maybe, no, we did ten this time, and I think we'd maybe do only eight or ten more. Well,
0: you can certainly have the idea we came up with, which is you get Alexander Downer on, <laughs> you push him through the door, and the scenario is he's Australia's foreign minister see if he can improvise his way through that situation. <laughs> uh, thanks Rob, thank you Snatto for dropping in. <laughs> and our key phrase today I think was uh, what what was it?
1: Switkowski. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Richard E. Brand. Yeah. And it's all thanks to census 1 2 3 4. Switkowski. <laughs>
1: You know.